how do you meal prep in a way that makes life easier? What is going on, guys? It's uh, It's been a bit since I've recorded a fresh episode. If you can't tell from looking behind me or if you are not watching um, the video on YouTube, I've got a ton of boxes behind me. I moved to Denver a few months ago and I actually just switched into a different apartment because uh, this one is bigger and I'm able to do more stuff like shoot my podcasts in it. Um, I am also sick right now. So if my voice sounds extra sexy, that is why. But that being said, guys, this is going to be a fairly short episode. Um, I've gotten a ton of questions from you guys over the period um, that I've been here and I've just kind of been stockpiling them up. But this is also me on a lot of new equipment, so it might sound different, it might look different. Um, yeah, but I didn't want to be one of those like podcasts that just kind of faded off and just never did anything again. So I, I, you know, I said at the beginning I was going to keep doing this no matter what, whether you know I make money doing this or or otherwise. Um, so here I am to keep it going. But um, that being said, guys, we we got three questions for you. First one is, how do you meal prep? Um, effectively to make sure that you're not having issues down the line. Uh, the next one is how do you understand flexion from extension? So this is more of like an anatomy and kinesiology question. Uh, and then the other one is, uh, where is it? I know I had it written down. Oh, when a client quits, how should you feel about that? So this, this is actually a question from another trainer and, uh, he and I were talking about it and it was just kind of something where he, you know, had one of his long-term clients cancel and he was pretty upset about it. And I, I actually told him like, Hey, I don't think you should be. So, um, that being said, guys, let's just get straight into it. <clears throat> this first question, how to meal prep. So obviously just meal prepping as a general thing of like, Hey, you know, make sure that you are making all your meals or at least as much, as many of them as you can. Um, that, that question has been answered a million times over. So I actually wanted to look at this more in the sense of like, how do you meal prep in a way that makes life easier? And the the main thing that I've personally found in myself and with clients is that you need to find the meal that is consistently the most challenging one for you, whether that is breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or, you know, a snack. If you are someone who likes to get snacks, um, basically you need to find out what that most challenging meal is for yourself and make sure that at bare minimum, that is the one that you have got meal prepped, right? So let's say, let's say you're really, really bad about breakfast. Most people are because they wake up, they see their alarm and they're like, fuck this. I'm not getting up. I'm not going to the gym. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. So then they usually end up not eating, which is a very, very common one. Or another thing that they end up doing is they end up eating like some, some random bullshit. You know, they end up getting something from, um, like a fast food place or something like that. So what you want to do in this case is make sure that you're that you have a ton of it meal prepped, you know, at least seven days in a perfect world, maybe you got to freeze two or three of them. So they don't go bad halfway through the week. Uh, but just make sure that you always at least have breakfast meal prepped. Breakfast is especially a good one because most people like, you know, the way that you set your day up is the way that you're going to end up finishing your day. So if you fuck off your, uh, breakfast, you're probably going to do the same with lunch and dinner and probably do a bunch of other stupid crap throughout the week. But that's, that's something that I've found to be insanely effective is just make sure that you've got your worst meal, your hardest meal to actually do. Make sure that you've got that meal prepped, right? Um, this next question, how do you understand flexion versus extension? So 
I remember when I first got into uh, lifting weights, you know, I was looking at all these online programs and, you know, stuff like that on bodybuilding.com. And they'd be like, oh, make sure you, you know, flex this muscle or extend this muscle. And when we hear flex, especially early in our weightlifting days, we think flexing a muscle, like, like squeezing it, you know, even people will think like if they lock out their leg, they think of that as flexing their leg. But that's in, in this case, this, that's actually extending your, your knee when you're flexing your quads. See, it's even confusing. It's hard to say flexing something because it's extension sometimes, but here's the easiest way that I've thought of. So flexion versus extension. Flexion is going into the fetal position. Extension is the exact opposite of that. So think of it as fetal position. You're twisting inward. You're curling up into a tiny little ball, whereas extension, you're pressing out. You're reaching out as much as you can. Think of flexion as taking up less space and extension as taking up more space. That works pretty much every, I I actually can't think of any joints that that doesn't work for. So yeah, flexion would be fetal position, take up less space. Extension would be uh, opposing fetal position, taking up more space. And um, this final question, man, this was a really short podcast, guys. Um, (laughs) Bear with me because this is going to be the first time I'm actually editing uh, this podcast too. But um, this final question is when a client quits, you know, how, how do you not be upset about it? I don't remember exactly how they worded it. I just kind of wrote some notes down about what I thought about it. And um, the main thing is when a client quits, if they, especially if they've been a long standing client, you should ultimately be happy and hopeful for them. I know that seems strange. That seems kind of counterintuitive because a lot of people might be thinking about this as like the simple thing of like, oh, well, you know, that's, that's like my income. That's my, this, that's my, that, you know, the, these clients kind of function like a billboard. And while that is all true, if you've worked well with a client, they're going to continue getting results without you. You should hope that when a client leaves that they get even better results. I've had that happen with clients before where they stopped seeing me and then I see them, you know, months down the line and they're in even better shape. The reason that's a good thing is because it shows you actually taught them. They have basically just been relying on you because they were scared or they were worried or whatever it may be. It is a good thing when a client is able to continue on without you and they don't need your help every single step of the way. I always tell people that my goal is to make it so that they don't need me. You should not need me after a period of time. And that said, I've had people stick with me for years and years and years just because they just, <laughs> they purely will say something like, hey, I just don't want to think about writing a program for myself. And I'm just like, okay, then I will do that. And that has been all, all that a training relationship has been with me and some long-term clients is I just write their programs for them now because they don't want to think about it. And I'm, I'm able to assess them. You know, they've got really complicated jobs or, you know, a lot of family stuff or whatever it may be, but it's normal to be sad because on some level, you know, it does change the relationship, but if somebody leaves you and they're able to still do well, you did great. You did your job effectively. That person is probably going to be able to refer more clients to you. I mean, I I can't tell you how many times I've had clients refer someone to me because they got really good results with, or even after me. Your job isn't to keep someone forever. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's what Planet Fitness does. You know, they have a gym, but then they have freaking pizza day and Tootsie Rolls up at the front desk and stuff like that. The reason that those people aren't getting results is because they don't, they don't teach people how, you know, it's the teach a man to fish kind of analogy. Like you want to teach people to fish in this field. You don't want to have to, you know, hand them fish every single week. And yeah, so it's sad because 
you'll also probably not see them as much. Uh, that that was probably one of the more upsetting things that I did not expect was that you do develop a closeness and a relationship and a friendship with all of these, um, you know, with all these clients over long periods of time. And it does get to the point where you you develop such a close relationship with them that it's like, oh, man, now that I'm not seeing them, you know, every week, once, twice, three times, whatever. You kind of start to lose track of what's going on in their life. And that is actually something that is is pretty sad. So I guess that would be kind of the one caveat to this is when your relationship with a client ends try hard to keep up that friendship you know set a reminder in your calendar to check in on them periodically that's something i honestly used to do and i should do a better job of that now but um yeah i hope that helps guys uh being that this is the first episode back i first episode back i know i haven't missed any weeks for you guys but this is the first episode that i've recorded in about three months um I uh, I do actually have a favor from you guys. If you're listening to this, wherever it is that you're listening to, please toss a uh, rating, toss a review on this, share any episode to someone. Um, it really, really does make a difference, a huge difference. Even if you're just looking at this on YouTube, toss a comment, tell me the episode was good, tell me something else that you would like to do. Uh, those things make such a massive difference for helping people to actually find the show to you know, show up higher in the rankings and stuff like that and actually reach more people here. Um, so yeah, if you like what I'm doing, um, please find some way to share, support, comment, review, rate, etc., all that stuff. And I might actually say that again on this outro because I know I've got a couple pre-recorded, but yeah, that being said, guys, um, thanks for, uh, checking in. Thanks for sticking around. I love you guys. Um, and yeah, I suppose until next time, my name's Andrew with pride and we'll see y'all later. Hey guys, if you got some value out of that question, please share it to someone else who needs to hear it. And uh, you, I'm talking to you right now. If you want to ask your own question, you can go direct message me on Instagram at Andrew PFM. You can go toss a comment on YouTube, on TikTok at Andrew PFM as well, or my business Instagram at Pride Fitness and Movement. Yeah, hope to see you guys there. Later. Later.